two, one. Welcome to Latinas Who Adventure, a podcast about the ins and outs as adventuring as women. Part of what can seem overwhelming if you're just kind of browsing, there are so many options. So many options, there's so many things you can yeah. do. This guy's the limit. Hosted by Heather Diaz and Marcela Mel. Hi, everyone. Thank you for joining our, our conversation today. I think it's going to be really fun. Yes. Um, I enjoyed I'm... the last one, but sometimes it's fun to do the more conversational ones because it's just more casual. <laughs> yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, I think there's definitely value to both. So um, I guess officially welcome everyone. Mm -hmm. um, we today are talking about adventuring with your spouse, your significant other, your partner. Um, I think a lot of these can honestly apply to when you're just adventuring with a friend. Yeah. Although certainly like, I, I think there might be some added complexity when you're actually adventuring with, with your significant others. So um, do you want to start maybe by talking a bit about some uh, communication yes. issues and stories that we've had or? Yes, oh, it's a good um, communication. That's the most important thing is communication. Like hands down, if there is not like a, a good form of communication back and forth that goes with making joint decisions. It's like, if you don't have that, it's not, I can't promise you it's going to be work out that great. And that takes a lot of time and I'll give yourself lots of grace. Um, Cause I mentioned in my post that it took me and Steven, we've been together for six years, but took us like, you know, first two years we thought we was good. And then we had a through hike 2,300 miles to figure it out. And even then we, we figured, we kind of figured it out. But then it took like after that, so it like took a long time. It's yeah. just more of a learning curve. And that's just who we are, person like our personalities, because we both are headstrong people. So like, but that's something yeah. that you have to like. Give, you know, we gave ourselves grace with that, but it's something we have to like also, um, you know, like um, recognize our you know our strengths, our weaknesses, and opportunities. The opportunities there. Yeah. Um, yeah. And also because sure. it's small analysis because I'm in like a marketer too. So that's how I automatically think of this. Um, but that's something that is super important communication. And I don't know if you want to elaborate more into this because I can go on forever. <laughs> oh, I mean, I probably could too. I think beyond the kind of just bantering that you do as a couple, um, I, I think I talked a little bit about this at, um, like on my post kind of announcing today's conversation. Um, it used to be the case that, uh, and you know, like you're saying, it's, it takes years to get to a point where you can really even know exactly how to communicate what you're trying to say to your, um, to your partner. But I, like one kind of concern or one kind of bigger issue I think we had communication wise was just knowing each other's paces and kind of commitments to different aspects of, of um, adventuring and planning. Um, I tend to kind of like to draw everything out a little more slowly. My partner tends to just be like, okay, we need this, 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 and this. And once he's ready to go, he's just like, okay, let's go. No more waiting, no more waiting. He hates to be late. Whereas I'm just like, well, whatever, like it's fine. Like the mountain's not really going anywhere. Like <laughs> I just wanna make sure I have everything. So. Um, me trying to meet him halfway and him trying to also just understand why it is that I do the things that I do, I think is very um, important. And hi to everyone who's just joining, talking about adventuring with our partners and communication um, issues right now. But yeah, I, I think just trying to find that middle ground um, and, and that point that, yeah, meet, meet each other halfway really, I think is, is a big part. And what's interesting is that for, you know, me and Steven, it kind of bounced around. It kind of changes by, like, by activity, too, because for, um, because for hiking, like, I, well, actually, we, we go, we flip-flop, because sometimes I'm like, I want to go long distance. I want to, like, go do 10 miles, and I want to do this loop, and then Steven's like, oh, I kind of want to, like, I'm tired, because, you know, yeah. he has a physical job, and then, um, and then, so then that, you know, we go back and forth with that. And then, but with the backpacking 
um, sometimes it's like our pace is different and then maybe mm -hmm. we have two different attitudes. Like he has been, he lives, he's from the Bay Area. So he's been everywhere. So he's like, oh yeah, I've been here. I'm just hiking through. But like, no, I want to stop and take pictures of everything. Right. So then it's just like that aspect too, it changes. And so the dynamic changes for different, I guess, different areas, um, different, um, you know, backpacking, like day hiking, even camping, our attitude changes because, and that's something we have to learn. It's like, how do we adapt to each other? And it constantly yep. changes based on like the day of the week, the season, yeah. <laughs> activity, even yeah. for camping, like we have to, we actually argue and banter a lot because Stephen loves to fish and I want to go hiking and he wants to fish and hang out. But like, I want to go hiking. I want to go to Inspiration Point. We went the wrong way and now we have to hike like an extra four miles. And he's like, I just want to go fishing. He's like, but I don't want to hike this mountain. I really yes. want to hike this mountain. It's like, you can go ahead and go if you want to. I was like, <laughs> and he's like, no, I'll go with you. But it's just like that and um, and navigating that, which um, which I, I've realized more than ever this year. But like, 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 luckily we've been together for like now six years. So we've we um, now can compromise, which is like a huge, yeah. huge thing is compromise. Yeah. And um, I really think that that's where I was trying to get at a bit before too, is I used to hate being just having to plan everything out on my own. That was kind of a big thing where I was like, oh, if we're going on a like two day trip and we're going to be doing like a hike on the day there and then the next day and then the day we come back, then... I wanted to have everything like planned out. It's like, and I have a plan B just in case, right? Especially during mm -hmm. the pandemic. Um, and I would just ask my, my partner and he would just say like, well, whatever you choose is fine. It'll be nice regardless. And I was like, but dude, like, <laughs> I don't want to show up there and, you know, have him hate the hike because I was the only one making choices. So, you know, he's started being a little more active and a little more just at least telling me like oh no today I want to see a waterfall for sure today I want to just have beautiful 360 views um and you know it's not sharing the load completely evenly yes. but I know for example that he's going to have to wrangle me out of bed in the mornings because I'm not good at that so <laughs> um, that's compromise and just also like I guess giving each other grace for that um yeah. because like I can relate with getting um, up in the morning, but because I'm an early my riser, I have to get up early for hikes. But yeah. like, um, and then Stephen has to, I have to give Stephen has to give grace to me because he's like he works early and he does physical like the physical labor job. So he's like, I don't really want to go and he wake up. This, but when I'm trying to wake him up, I'm I'm not trying to be like negative or. Sure, make sure. Him, yeah. like, you know, impose anything and make him feel really bad. I'm just like, I really want to do this hike. You know, just trying to somehow <laughs> talk to, I, I, yeah. just under, be understanding and, and have empathy um, because like, I know how he's going to react. But we try to talk about it the day before, but still, it's going to, it doesn't, it doesn't matter if you talk about it before. It just, if you don't want to wake up in the morning, it's just going to suck. <laughs> yeah, you just have yeah. to give grace to that person. They, like, they're like, oh, I kind of want to wake up, but I kind of do. But just kind of, yeah, be empathetic. Yeah. And not taking yeah. anything too personally. Oh, for sure. For sure. <laughs> That's a pretty big one. I'm just kind of in general. But um, other than that, I think other joint decisions um, where I think communication is kind of important. I think, you know, planning if you have a, a spouse or partner who is not particularly picky like I do then um, that tends to make certain things easy but then there's things like you know how do you make dis joint decisions about buying new gear or about deciding Ooh. how long you're going to be on a trip um, he and I have different work schedules too so yeah. Oh, um, yeah trying to find the best time and me saying oh you know I have this whole week free that I could take off. I'm flexible. Mm -hmm. And he's like, Oh wait, no, I actually have like already a bunch of meetings that day. Um, is I, I think that's something where I, I really do think that that needs to be an absolute 100% joint decision is when you're going, how long you're going. Mm -hmm. um, and, and for you, like, does, is there somebody that like starts a conversation or is it both people contribute to the ideas? How does that work for you? Oh, that's a really, really good question. Um, most of the time, I think I'm the person who's like, 
I'm feeling cooped up. Let's go up. Um, I think more recently, he's also started the conversation himself saying, you know, we haven't been on a hike in a while. and I want to get back into hiking more regularly. So I would say for certainly longer trips, like camping or going to a cabin or something, I think that often comes more. I, like, I, I think I have more the initiative for that, but mm-hmm. um, he's certainly like very happy to give his input. Yeah, I mean, it's still, that's, that's how I feel with me and Steven, because first it was like back and forth, because that was the one of the biggest challenges. It's like, how do we actually put things into paper and like, mm-hmm. secure, like, um, well, guess work through hiking, like, how do we start that? But for like camping too, like how, uh, or backpacking, like, who actually fills out the paperwork? Because in California, you, most of the time you need backpacking permits and um, mm-hmm. for it. And so that's like, that's a tricky situation. So you really have to think about this and like look into how to apply. So it's just like, um, and then also for camping spots, I've been more into camping. So it's like, how do we actually get to start camping? And it used to be just all talk, which was all great. It's like, oh, let's do this and that. But then it turns out that um, I felt like we were always hoping someone would do the work. So now I take the initiative and just kind of started too. And I started liking it, just taking initiative and just looking into it. We both look into it, but I'm like, I'm booking it. So now I'm the person that like books it if there's anything um, just because like I can, um, you know, keep track of it. I like printing things out, but that just somehow ended up in my plate. But so I do uh, just right now I'm the person that actually does a transaction. (laughs) I have a transaction. (laughs) Um, I still like talk about it when it comes to the spinal details with Steven because I'm like hey like this is the spot I'm thinking of this is where I want to go can you let me know this looks good do you mm-hmm. think that we should camp here because Steven's way better about camping spots too he's like oh like it's going to be a windy area like that's not book here near the coast yeah it's going to be miserable so I'm like oh, good I'm glad I can talk to consult with somebody <laughs> for doing this decision or like he's like oh and i'm like oh i like actually i found this trail do you like this trail i'll give you a, maybe with high day hikes i'm like i have trail option a b c which one do you want to do but this is how like we ended up working together so we can actually make the plans happen so sometimes i feel like as a couple it can just be just chit chat and nothing ever happens <laughs> <laughs> yep that's definitely definitely true um yeah the, the getting on paper is, is a really good point and i think we have when was this? I think this was like back in October um, around my birthday. We had wanted to go stay at an Airbnb and we had kind of been back and forth on it. And especially with, with COVID last year um, being a really big issue with canceling our trip several times, um, we waited to book pretty last minute. But I, I think some of that was just, you know, he seemed a little undecided. And so I didn't want to book if we weren't both on the same page. Oh, I see. Um, which ended up being a little strange. Um, Airbnb, for example, I learned these days is not very friendly if you're going to do like a last minute booking. Airbnb is actually oh. canceling that. We couldn't book because just the platform is, isn't allowing that. Okay, um, I know that. So... That's another reason nowadays when we're like, okay, do we want to go spend, you know, these holidays or something um, in the mountains? We're like, okay, let's book one month in advance so we okay, don't have to change our, our plans again last minute. But that, that's a little bit of an aside because we, we can both be a little undecisive, like you're saying. Um, but yeah, in terms of getting everything done that needs to happen, I typically, the way it's worked is like, I typically will do a lot of the planning beforehand and getting things ready um, and my partner is usually like he likes to help with just kind of packing food um, or going shopping for the trip, these kinds of things. So yeah, it's same with Stephen. Comes <laughs> yeah. food, like they're all about it. Like all about yeah. food. <laughs> I'm also making sure with the gear too, keeping tabs of that. Um, which is nothing wrong with that. It's just like finding what works for each other, and I don't yes. mind that, you know. And um, at all, it's like okay, cool. Like it's like teamwork. <laughs> yeah, I. It's funny to actually really think back about it because we don't, I mean, it's not like we one day just sat down and we're like, I'm responsible for shopping Mm -hmm. and you're responsible for planning. It just kind of naturally, yeah, organically happens. Um, And I guess like that's like the one of the things I think about like 
complaining with your your so it's just like a trial and error like you know you, it's just you keep testing it out and see what it goes and sometimes it just falls like that that's what happened this year and how we learned so quickly was like the camping part made us really like um like really we just it's, it's all fall together it's just like yeah. I just kept booking it and he's like okay cool and I, I actually came to the point I just booked it because I know his schedule and I was like we're going camping every weekend he was like <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind, just, yo. <laughs> but it was just funny happened. He didn't care. So he was really flexible with that. So like, okay, well, I guess we're going camping every weekend. I was like, yeah. we figured it out. Um, and then he comes there and plan it, and he he just loved the dealing with the gear aspect and with the food and everything. So I worked. I'm putting everything in the car. I mean, I helped too, but like, sure, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what would you say has been one of your biggest um, challenges? Oh, or... I know for sure. I, I, mean, I discussed it with Stephen. My biggest challenge is compromise. And that's like, compromising is really hard. And that can vary by like, I guess with hiking, camping, um, backpacking, whether it's just like dealing with like the speed, um, you know, like someone's slower, someone's faster. How do you work with that? And that even goes with hiking with friends. It's like, how do you work that out? So usually um, there's like the thing with when we hike more than two people before the COVID days, it's yeah. just we have like, you know, of the fastest person would probably might be in the back and and then um, someone, I guess like okay speed in the front, but like no matter what, someone's in the back, someone's in the front. So everyone's together as a group, you know, just compromising the speed. Maybe like you don't like how someone's breathing or like, can you like, please like, be quiet around there? Or can you be like being like, if someone's hungry and you're hiking on the trail and you have to stop and maybe like, you don't want to stop right now. Or someone has to go to the restroom and you're like, oh, we're like so close. And there's like, there's people behind us. I know I get upset because like there's people behind us. I really want to get to this view before anyone else does. Like you're slowing us down, <laughs> you know? But it's yeah. compromise with like that. And, um, and but the, also the, the biggest thing, the biggest struggle we have with compromise is that when we get into a fight, like what do you do when they get into mm -hmm. a fight? Like this is something that um, in the PCT, it was so hard because at that point we didn't want to compromise. So we just, but we can't lose sight of each other. Like you can't, yes. like, cause, and the biggest thing too, is that if you do lose sight, cause sometimes it, there's like, um, kind of weave into like different areas. Like whenever you hit a trail junction, you have to stop. Cause like th that's when you lose people at a yes. junction and someone going to go the wrong way. So no matter what happens, like that was like the rule, like the true trail etiquette. And I, We'll let everyone know on this platform, whether it's an SO, <laughs> friend, mom, whoever, sister, whenever you hit a troll junction and so you're, someone's behind you, you stop at that troll junction yeah. because that is when people get lost and gets, um, but that's still, even with like um, with Steven, like, you know, he would actually run off before really fast and he would just like, hike off and I'd be like, I would actually take my time slower. But mm -hmm. he would stop at the trail junction and we would look eyes and be like, okay, like, even though we're mad, I don't want to talk about it. I'm at this trail <laughs> junction because I love you and I don't want you to get separated from you. Yeah. But that would be the most frustrating thing because we can never, like, we can never lose sight of each other. We couldn't. It's just, it's not, yeah. it's not fair. It's not fun. And we'll compromise later. But that yeah. was truly the most difficult thing. It's just went on the trail, <laughs> like, even though no matter mad you are, you can't, can't leave each other's side. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's honestly a matter of survival, especially when you're doing something long like the PCT, because yeah. it's really hard to turn back. It's really hard to yeah, wait in the car. Right? Person. Yeah. <laughs> you can't. So how do you resolve conflict? I think that's a huge, huge um, issue. And for us, if it's something little and petty, like we're generally pretty good about <laughs> resolving pretty quickly. We're just like, okay, we're both being poops and like we can move on. And I'm happy for you. I'm happy um, for you. We seem to hard headed. Like we just, we would just, we will be like staying mad and like hike alone for like 10 minutes, a 20 minutes straight. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm not saying that I've never given Wade the cold shoulder. It's really just, it's like, 
bigger, longer running things that, you know, just kind of start piling up. Um, and eventually you decide that the place to process them is on a trip. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it's just like a long solo hike. I ended up just not, and it's okay too to stay quiet on yeah. like a, a, a backpacking, hiking, and not saying anything to each other. There's like nothing wrong with that. And if it happens, trust me, it happened to me so many times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's honestly something that's very, very true. If you're not comfortable being around a person without talking, um, doing being on a hike, being on a hiking trip, being on a road trip, or anything like that where you basically have to spend so much amount of time together. Um, and I know personally, um, I'm a bit more on the introverted side. Like there's just moments where I just, I need complete silence. Um, and I'm very glad that he's also, he's more of an introvert than me. So we're, we've learned to be very comfortable, but I mean, sometimes I just want to tell stories too. And he's just like, uh, so <laughs> how do I make sure that I'm not annoying the hell out of him? Um, yes. oh. but, it comes with just doing this together over and over and over mm -hmm. again, just like the practice. And um, I like how you mentioned giving each other grace um, because even if we're currently happy with each other, but something goes wrong that we just cannot control, um, we still have to, you know, kind of keep our cool, right? And not yeah. start blaming each other or being like, see, I told you we should have done, you know. Um, <laughs> It still happens, <laughs> but just you have oh, to apologize. When it does happen, you apologize. That's what I learned to do when I go yeah. that route because it, it can happen. It happens to the best of us. Yeah. Yeah, I will definitely remember, like, our very first camping and backpacking trip. We didn't have a camping stove, and we <laughs> thought we were going to be able to buy wood or charcoal or something at the, at the ranger station, and they are just like, no, sorry, like... It is what it is because it was California and you can't yep. pick up wood either. Yeah, um, that's California for you. <laughs> yeah. And so we just had to, we were just like, I guess, I mean, we have to eat. So we have to make do with what we have. Um, and I, I, I vaguely remember at one point just being like, well, we're here for the adventure. We're not going to turn back. Mm -hmm. Yes, I'm irritated because I don't like eating cold soup, but um it's one of those things where being angry and for too long um, isn't helpful, right? Yeah. It's counterproductive. Mm -hmm. um, and something that I've, we're both very good about kind of talking each other down, right? Mm -hmm. Like whenever he gets upset, he's super angry and he's extremely hard-headed as well. So, um, and I keep on pointing up because he's sitting upstairs. So sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> he's um so me having to like walk him through he's like no we can get through this this other thing is still going well right like just talking through struggles um I think is a great um thing that you can do and you honestly need to practice mm -hmm. um and it takes right. a lot of it takes a lot of practice and even if you think you got it indoors but it's like a whole the realm outdoors um it's just like this doesn't compare but one good thing that for all arguments, all I know is that any arguments we had or bigger, like when you have a bigger or we get into a, a debate, it all cools off immediate, pretty quickly because we're outside. Like mm -hmm. it's yeah. like whenever you're hiking and you look around, you're like, that's what usually brings us together. We're like, wow, we're at a visa point. Like this is mm -hmm. amazing. We did this together. We got here and. So that's one of the like the beauty and joys of just um, if it doesn't does happen in nature, it's like immediately you just get sucked back in, and then you look at it, it's like oh wow, we can share this moment together. Yeah, so that's one of my my favorite things about the outside. No matter like what direction it turns, it always turns for the positive, um, pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah, and that's not to diminish. I think conflicts like real conflicts that can arise. Um... But yeah, I, I, it's definitely true that if you can, and again, also going back to communicate, if, if what you need is a little bit of space or what you need is a little bit of talking through some problem, um, being outside when you're away from everything else, um, right? Like you're not at home where certain things can stress you out. You're not near your work computer or whatever, mm -hmm. where, you know, the kind of everything, <laughs> the background noise is there, right? Um, 
if you're out in nature, that's all gone. And so it's just you and the other person um, and the world. So, um, which is actually yeah. a really beautiful thing to think about yeah. in that lens. I think I've talked about this. Like, I don't, maybe I, I just, I just thought, maybe I just thought about it, but it is very beautiful because it's just you and the other person, like, no distractions and this is what's how me and Steven got so much closer because we actually got to we can't run away from our problems you can't just storm out and be like I don't like this I'm just going to go to the bar I'm just going to go here but, you know you have to like <laughs> each other but with with your with nature something so beautiful so it always reconnects us one way or the other um and not let us get distracted so yeah I, that's something actually I think it's really beautiful when you think about when you put in that perspective yeah very very true and I know a while ago I wrote a little bit about you know what hiking means to me and it started kind of as a joint um activity mm-hmm. um so I very much associate hiking and being outdoors with being with my partner um it's uh, especially because we started during a time when we weren't, we didn't have the kind of luxury of being together all day, every day. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know for some people that is a little bit more of a curse than as a luxury. Um, But if you spend a few years apart from your partner, it's actually really, really nice to have this, uh, yeah, joint activity and Mm -hmm. place to connect. Um, So I, I think having that for me personally, at least is like a, an important aspect of, how I approach hiking with him. That's um, something so, so sweet and sentimental. I know, right? <laughs> I love it, I love it. <laughs> and we're nearing 4.30, so we always take Q&A, and um, I have other questions for Marcella, um, but if anyone Ooh. has any questions, please <laughs> feel free to ask. This is the time. And we have some questions, too, and if anyone wants to like even answer a question, you can ask us but um so yes ask us any questions um the one question that we did have is like how do you split the work that mm. was like one of the second things we didn't really we kind of talked about but i would like yeah. to get like a specific answer if you yeah. want to write down what um how you like how you split the work comment down so i'm just interested how that is i mean everyone does it their own way so how do you split the work marcella how do you wait and I split the work? Um, or you can mention too yeah. how it started and how it evolved. That's, yeah, also very interesting. Um, I mean, how we split the work now, I think, um, and I talked a little bit about this before, where I still tend to do most of the actual kind of trip planning in terms of um, looking up driving routes and um, looking up, you know, if we're going on a road trip, where do we make stops? Um, how how long, you know, what's the distance? What's the time between each place? And um, how long do we want to spend there? Is this like, uh, essentially the itinerary planning, really. Mm-hmm. Um, I really enjoy doing that because um, it gives me something to look forward to every day as the trip approaches. Um, my partner likes to hear about the itinerary once it's done. He just wants to make sure that um, we're giving us enough breaks if we have to especially drive a longer distance, you know, make sure that we can go on potty breaks with our dogs, all these kinds of things. Um, but of course, I, already, <laughs> I also know to like incorporate that already. Um, but he likes to, kind of like you are saying before, Stephen, he likes to review the itinerary a little bit. Um, and one big thing for him, for example, is making sure that if it's like a full day drive, are we arriving um, before sundown? You know, is there, um, we, we learned about time change, uh, time zone changes, um, which is definitely not something we did initially. Um, and he'll mostly take care, I think, of once we're there, he'll handle like unpacking. And of course I help, but he tends to do the like tent setup and the car setup and um, cooking setup and all that um, while I kind of just, wrangle the dogs around the campsite um so that i would say is how we split the work and then you know i of course mentioned shopping before as well like he we go shopping together most of the time um 
but if we need to really divide divide and conquer he'll take care of shopping or you know that kind of stuff so and i i I like to meal prep beforehand so that's something that i like to do once once we have the food so that's awesome Um, that's cool and we had a question here is there anything that you pack that you can't go without um do you want to answer first um yeah there's one thing for sure like i always like I guess when I'm packing, like, I know some people, they don't, but I always, always carry a backpack. Like, that's something I always bring at all times with my hydration bladder and food. Mm-hmm. Like, I think those are things that I can't live without. Um, just because, I, I, and I find it so odd that some people, like, they don't need backpacks. It's like, I'm just like, how? Like, where do you put your water? Where do you put your food? I'm like, yeah. I, I just, I, I know, but everyone's different. I guess they can serve up the weight, but um, I always carry like my food, water, and then well, electrolytes. Um, I always carry electrolytes wherever I am. And it's not just for me. I always am concerned about other people. What if people who are dehydrated that might need it? Um, and then um, also like always and those. And then also some sort of like external battery charger. I always carry that. I just, um, it's, a lot more comforting when I'm with a partner because um, sometimes like depending on the hike we might be able to share some things like even it's a smaller hike once I carried a, like I carried a backpack um, Stephen didn't care for him to carry one so it was really odd because usually you see the guy carrying the backpack and then not the woman <laughs> yeah. like, I carry the weight I don't care Stephen's like, <laughs> like okay whatever you want to carry the weight go ahead I'll carry the weight with the weight back you know, but, um, but those are mm-hmm. things that I always carry, like I carry with me. And how about you? What are, um, is anything you, you pack that you can't go out with? You can't go. Yeah. Um, definitely, definitely agree on the backpack and the water. Um, I think certain like smaller things, um, I keep on going back to always having like a headlamp or a flashlight. Mm-hmm. Um, there've been now multiple occasions when having that with us on a trip has been either we wanted it and didn't have it or um we didn't think we were going to need it as much as we did so um that is um a headlamp flashlight some kind of light source that isn't your phone Mm -hmm. um because you want to preserve your phone's battery Mm -hmm. um the other thing that i go back to especially kind of during well especially during the summer um sunblock i've started bringing with me always and eye drops because I get itchy eyes sometimes. Um, so it's always nice to just have, um, I, I almost worry more about getting stuff in my eyes and having really itchy, teary eyes when I'm outside than needing a Band-Aid. Um, mm-hmm. I can walk around with a small scratch for a while. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, of course I bring Band-Aids also, but um, I would say top things that I really don't like needing and not having is a uh, light source and eye drops. Um, light source is really good. I know for car camping, I always have to have a headlamp. I've got something mandatory. What if I have to use the restroom in the middle of the night? Yeah. <laughs> but um, or maybe like early, early morning. Um, I guess it depends, like you know, like what your plans are. But a headlamp, I, I do like that as something as a must. Um, I guess for depending on the occasion and the time of day. It's yeah. Really and like. On a recent trip we went on, we were staying at a cabin, um, but the power went out. So we still needed the headlamps inside of the cabin when it was dark. So um, it's most of the time for being outside in the dark, but occasionally having a headlamp inside is also um, useful. So That's awesome. And if anyone has any other questions, please let us know. We're doing Q&A. And if um, there was any questions, I can go into the the one my response about splitting the work. Please, um, yeah. So splitting the work between me and Stephen, um, a lot it comes down to is that um, I like plan, I like booking the trips. If it involves a transaction like online, like obtain a backpacking permit online or like camping spot, I usually um, you know book it. For day hikes now, I like because I'm I'm the one that it's new to like well, relatively new to the Bay Area. I mean, like I moved here in 2012. I didn't live. 
I didn't live here. So I like finding new places and new trails. Um, cause it's, it's all like, it seems like all brand new. I'm like, Oh my goodness. This is, I get so excited about it. Yeah. Um, and then I pass it to Steven to look at it just to make sure like, cause I mean, I like to just to verify if like I'm doing the right thing. Cause I'm still relatively new to hiking. Steven done it all his life. Mm-hmm. So I like to like, at least, you know, confirm like, I made the right choices. This seems like a good idea. It's not like I need like a man to, t- to verify this, but I just like to know somebody who's knowledgeable yeah. about it. I'm like, I, I'm seeing the right things and making the right choices. And this seems like a good trail to take. And then I just kind of t- say, this is what I want to do. This is the trail I want to take, but I always have like a plan A, B, and C. Like this is the loop I want to take. It's like 10 miles. But if we decide not to do this, there's, like an eight mile loop and there's a five mile loop yep. just in case depending on how we feel in the morning and he agrees on that and then a lot of times that he does um the driving um he's just an expert driving around the mountain because he like he works for the parks and he drives through the mountains all around the mountains all the time and it's fun for him so he does all the driving and i just do the navigator on the car and I just chill in the car. <laughs> Sometimes I drive, depending what it is, but it's just that what we decide to do. And and then for the gear, he likes to put together a gear checklist. I mean, I have Ooh, my digital checklist, but he likes to be the one checking things off. Like that's just his thing, like his sick, what makes him more confident. And he keeps tabs of all the gear. Like I know I do it you know, we both keep track of own gear, but there has to be like one official person for us to make sure everything is together. And that's something that I just accepted. Like, like that's good. Yes. Like we should both be on top of it, but there's be one name person just kind of double check, triple checking this. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of me double triple checking to make sure we have the permits, you know, like, mm-hmm. and he asked me, do you have it? I'm like, yes, I have it. And I show it, but just like the being that person. And that's what we kind of, got to but beforehand I didn't wasn't this involved in the planning process because it was relatively new and I admit I kind of leaned on to him but then recently I was like I thought I was like why am I leaning on to him too much I can learn this by myself I can like I can book the camping spot like what's holding me back so that was something really cool I was really excited to pick up and Stephen was so supportive he's like yeah if you want to look into where to camp here's the website go to recreation.gov mm-hmm. like you know there's google available like go look up yeah hiking trails and all I have to do is let him know and his he will just you know give me like his insights and then you be like yeah let's go or maybe like yeah that's usually what he, he's just supportive like yeah let's do it so that's how yeah. it kind of goes and then um I, and also he likes to look over the trails too like it's just one of his favorite things to do as well but I just kind of like you know like find the best ones and he gives his insights because he he just loves that um he also is um he works in the park system right so he is like super knowledgeable about trails and trail conditions and all that right so which which is so helpful yeah but, um, <laughs> a lot of times so like um yeah so which is why I always pass by to him just to make sure anything is is okay and um because I just want to like, you know, just know I'm going the right path. <laughs> and then um, I was, I had something else here that I forgot talking about gear. So how, how do you decide how to pick gear? Um, I, I, I know exactly how we pick gear, but. <laughs> <laughs> right. How do we, you, you mean new gear or existing gear that we want to like bring? Both? Well, just like, well, just um, like buying new gear because um, that's something that, I know we've discussed, but like, how do you, how does that work out? Is it just like, um, someone just buys gear, but Hey, I got this <laughs> and it's new gear. You know? uh, or is it, it can be some of that. Or do you like just have these discussions about this beforehand? Like, how does that work? Yeah. That work um, you? Usually we buy gear together. Um, especially if it's going to be something a bit bigger, like, um, new camping equipment. I think most of the time, what to buy is kind of a result of things that we wanted on a previous trip and we didn't have or it broke. <laughs> so <laughs> we're like, well, now we need a new one of these. Um, but, or, you know, another thing is also like seeing other people on a camping trip and yep. they have, I don't know, this like really cute table lamp and we're like, okay, we, that's super useful yep. and we wish we had that. <laughs> right. um, so 
a lot of our gear, new gear choices are really just driven by (laughs) uh, stuff that broke, stuff that we needed or stuff that we saw somebody else have and we thought that would be useful. Um, Exact same way. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, we haven't bought we haven't bought a tent in a long time because our tent is still in really good shape. That's good. Occasionally we're, um, yeah, occasionally we talk about like, oh, should we get maybe a different type of a lighter weight sleeping bag if we're camping over the summer or anything like that. Um, If anything, what we look for right now is just gear upgrades as opposed to really buying anything new. Um, Yeah. But whenever it's anything major, especially we, usually just buy it, go buy it together or at least buy it sit to, next to each other online and exactly order it like that. Yeah. And I agree. It's a really good decision because it was big things like, um, especially like a tent, like that's a huge decision. Um, we have to get a new backpacking tent and Ooh. that's, that's going to be a tough one because, um, tents are, or this is the backpacking tents are a really big decision. Like I don't recommend anyone just running out and buying one for them and their partner because it goes down to like weight is a huge criteria. And then it's like, yeah. do you want two doors, one door, or do we want our packs <laughs> to be, can you put our packs inside the tent or this tent is just so lightweight, but your tents outside because like now that's like actually this discussion because the other tent, it was a two-person tent, and our packs was outside. It never was inside. And that's, he was like, no, I want our packs to be inside. Like, that adds more weight. I'm like, you're carrying the extra weight. You want the yeah. extra weight that's on you. <laughs> it's like that. And then, and then the ones we like, it's like the, with that, just we found it doesn't have, I mean, it's one door. So it's like, what if I have to use a restroom? Like, I have to crawl over him? So these are things that, like, and then, um, so these are the things that, like, we would have to make it together, like, those big things. Yeah. Um, and also been to carriers, but that's like, but that's like, um, you know, backpacking, car camping, weights on an issue. It's just like, how big do you want it? And that's all depends what kind of car you have, but still that's a discussion that you probably want to have is where you sleep. Um, and then, but for us, it's like, we are very similar to you that most of our decisions on buying gear is based on like what we, it's actually decided usually on the trip. We usually find inspiration from other people, like our newest things that we love is like the lights, the lines for camping trips, like the lights, like we have lights that take from our table to like the tent. So we actually yeah, know where yeah. to go from the table for the food to the tent at night. But we saw that as like solar panel lights. We're like, we got to get that. And Steven just got it. Cause we just talked about, we want that. And he just bought it. As soon as we came back, he bought it immediately. But exactly. we usually have those conversations like during the adventure, whether it's like hiking, backpacking, and camping, and just gears to twenty four seven conversation on the trail. It just never ends, and I, <laughs> I recommend talking yeah. about it because usually it's always talking. I, you just always something's like this is all oh, we need this, and then talk about it. Then why not? You have nothing else to talk about. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's very true, and like when cooking I think is another cooking gear especially it was another kind of joint decision Um, where weight mattered for us when we got stuff when we were going um uh, when we're going on our first camping trips was really just you know how lightweight of dishes do we want and do we want the like really expensive um what's it called like teflon or nonstick um pans pots do you just get the kind of the stackable ones, um, all of our pots and pans for camping are, we found out pretty early on actually, um, that they're, they all stick. So for cooking anything, we have to be like oh. on top of it. And oh right. When you're like setting up a campsite and trying to cook at the same time, you know, how do you <laughs> manage, oh um, who's like cooking versus finishing the setup? Yes. Um, uh, we we actually just bring our own pots and pans because they're like worth like we spend like a good Teflon proof and we just we still bring them like on our trip yeah. they're probably like a four dollars worth pan I'm like well I know it's non-stick and it, it messes up but it's getting kind of old now we can just find a good excuse to make it a permanent camping pot <laughs> permanent camping so or yeah pot or whatever or pan um but but I do, um, that's, but kit, but kitchen and stuff, it's really important that the stove, because for backpacking, that was a huge decision. And we actually bought our own, 
our own like pots because we both had disagreements and it was like we need one and then he bought <laughs> I, he bought his own I was like I don't want that I want to get my own oh interesting <laughs> Mine was better yeah <laughs> kind of biased yeah and then you know of course you kind of make jokes you like laugh about it once yeah. you're there right but yeah <laughs> it's it's very true like I know I don't drink coffee so I need to bring a water kettle I drink tea um so I need to bring a way to to make tea um so we always have to make sure that uh yeah we do have a percolator so he makes coffee with, with the percolator and okay. I um have always my little water kettle but it was definitely like we had this super old water kettle and we we're just like nope this is our camping gear now <laughs> we got a new one for the that. house so like there's nothing yeah. wrong with using what you have for camping which I love the most and then later on when you really want something official you can get it but there's nothing wrong with using that definitely but not it, yeah. yeah it's being eco-friendly <laughs> especially when you're car camping like you're saying space is a lot less of an issue and mm-hmm. weight is a lot less of an issue so yeah, and all depends yeah. relevant to your car. Because like, we had, like, a smaller car, so we were way limited. But now it's, like, you got to upgrade. Um, so we <laughs> forgot, forgot the car he has. I'm so bad. But it's a big enough car that weight does not matter. It's just, like, put throw everything in the car. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Break it all. Um, okay, <laughs> but we'll get to the last one. So the first point we talked about here is the communication is really, really important. And that goes with like joint decisions and compromise. Um, that's really, really big for um, when you're budgeting with an SO. And second thing we're talking about is how do you split um, the work, which is something that we both agree. We kind of, it was like trial and error and somehow it naturally fell together, how we worked with our partners. So yeah. by that, give yourself grace, takes time to get there. And one last thing you can talk about is before saying, oh, what is one of the biggest lessons you've learned when adventuring with your partner? Yeah. Or just about yourself or just. Yeah, no, myself. Um, I think for me personally, but I think also for, for the two of us running into um, just running into problems with our plans. So when things don't go according to plan, like, uh, you know, we're, late and this happened to us on our road trip for example we suddenly needed to get gas but we also needed to have lunch and all these things so um learning to be patient with with ourselves and with each other and trying to um again just it it comes back to giving giving yourself and each other grace to you know stay level-headed when when you're trying when something goes wrong um because if you're freaking out constantly then you end up getting stuck. Mm-hmm. So giving yourself grace, um, trying to be patient, trying to take a step back. And sometimes you have to lean on the other person. Sometimes you don't have that luxury either, especially if you're alone. Um, but I would say that that's been the biggest lesson is just learning when and when not to um, lean on the other person um, when something doesn't go as planned. And yeah, if you're angry then you're not really going to solve problems very quickly mm-hmm. so exactly exactly and um for me my biggest lesson and um it kind of goes with myself but I do want to comment about that like what because I study communication is that you learn about yourself through other people so that's something that I kind of like, want to start off with and I learned um that I like like, like I always say this being the boss of my own adventure but I like the planning aspect and it's so much fun. I got like, I get so excited, like doing all the research, learning about the land, learning about mm-hmm. the wildlife, like the biology, like um, even the Native Americans too. And it's so exciting yeah. for me and it's so special. And then it's then like the actual, like the, the trip, it's like a scavenger hunt for me. And, um, you know, I talked to Steven about this and, 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 um, and it's, it, and then we kind of look for these things. But at first, I didn't. I know as a planner, but I think to apply this for um, outdoor venturing, and it became a problem because I started to get upset because um, the questions I had, Stephen didn't answer, or maybe he didn't like have have it the way I wanted it to be. Like I, my expectations, like I need a permit, like in my hand the day before. I need it printed out. I need it all this yeah. way. So expected him to do all these things that. But that's not like what he does. So then it's just like, you know what? 
you know, like, why, why can't I just do this instead? And then, yeah. you know, like, because I, I realized that that's, mm-hmm. he's not, his being like a planner like me, like he plans, but not like me. Like, that's not who I am. So that's, that's my strength. I'm going to do that. And he's, he compliments me really well. And he supports yeah. me. He analyzes everything and advises me. So like, that's his strength. And with a navigation, and everything. So like, that was just, and then like, I learned, I guess, like learning of how we complement each other with strengths and weaknesses. And I Absolutely. learned out me and I like being the boss of my image. I like it. And it's actually was pretty awesome. And um, now we just kind of roll with that. And we, there's actually, we minimize the arguments for that reason. And also <laughs> yeah. keep in mind too, for him that he likes fishing. So I try to think of different things for him too. So, but we also come into agreement, like, we're planning this, but we also have fishing time for you. <laughs> I always say yes. he's happy. <laughs> but but so I have to think about that. Otherwise, you'll probably you, you can plan a all fishing trip. Like let me just plan a something that's a little bit something I like, something that you like. But that's what I like. Yeah. I learned though, and um, and I'm trying to see be selfish or something like that. But I, it was kind of cool learning about myself and how we complement each other. Yeah, and that was a really fun lesson. I mean, there's, there's less fights because of it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Whatever it takes really to get over any adversities or avoid any kind of conflict, I think is yes. good. Um, for sure. For sure. Yes, um, because we're, we both are two hard-headed people. Like we both, like you both have strong opinions. Um, oh yeah. yeah. Strongly no, people that are willing to get on debates and arguments. And there's nothing wrong with that. We challenge each other. That's what I see. That's what I view it. Yeah. I view it as we, yes. We challenge each other. <laughs> so well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's a really positive way to look at it, actually. <laughs> so I like that. I like that a lot. Um, there's one topic regarding um, adventuring with your, your partner, adventuring as a couple, that I think um, we might just want to talk about separately, which is safety. And um, maybe we can cue that up for uh, a part two yeah. at some point. I think it'd be a good one. Safety be a good one. So thank you everyone you join us and obviously it's like I got topic we can talk on forever. <laughs> For sure. But if you Every have any single questions, um feel free to DM us, um, comment or post. We'll be more than happy to answer it. Um hopefully this makes you feel a little bit more human about adventuring with a partner or your SO or family or friends. Um it's not as like glamorous as it looks on Instagram, it's but not. it's still a lot of fun because you're still in nature. But um, yeah, and so I going to say thank you. And um, do you, do you have our next topic? Yeah, stay tuned. Um, I think next week we have gadgets, so gadgets. we're going to be talking Ooh, yeah. about little techie stuff that we like to bring, and I think that's going to be exciting. And yeah, I can't wait for that. <laughs> I think that'll be super fun. Also, yeah. So thank you for that, and thank you so much for joining. And um, as I always mention at the end, make sure to leave no trace behind and leave it better than you found it. And bring your mask still and always. (laughs) Always. (laughs) All right. Have a good one. Thanks. You too. Thanks. Bye. Bye.